Hey, it is Sybil from The Possibility of Today. Thank you so much for dropping by and tuning in. This show is all about the events in our life, whether it's the current events in the news or things that are literally happening in our own life. We get into all of it all because we want to make sure that we are doing what we want to with our days and, of course, taking advantage of the 24 hours we have every single day. So I really hope you will stick around. You are listening to The Possibility of Today on webtalkradio.net. Okay, so think about this. Imagine a street jam-packed with girls, like literally thousands and thousands of girls screaming, literally trying to get into the best position and just waiting and just sitting there and waiting. What are they waiting for? They're waiting for this car that's going to come around the corner, totally blacked out. You can't see anybody. But then for three seconds, they're going to get a glimpse of Justin Bieber. They have literally been standing and waiting to get a three-second glimpse as Justin will run from his car into a building. Why? Because it's Bieber mania. Everyone knows Justin Bieber, right? He is larger than life. The kid literally has 30 million Twitter fans and is the most Googled person on the planet. Today, it is all about Justin, about Bieber mania, but it's not what you think. Because despite all of that success, he still has to deal with the same human issues that we do. And I was watching him on an Oprah interview, and he said that he, there are times, there are days when Justin Bieber wakes up feeling a little off or depressed. And he feels the, the haters and all of the people that don't want him to succeed, the people who just aren't really rooting for him. And he even said a man with 30 million Twitter followers said that he feels lonely. And, you, I mean, it just really drives the point home that at the end of the day, we all are dealing with this human stuff. And I... I really thought he shared some really good ways that he kind of works through it all and pushes through all of it. So that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, I think we can all relate to it. And then we're going to speak to one of the readers um, and someone from the Possibility of Today community. So that's what the show's about. But first, let's, let's start with Bieber Mania. Bieber mania. That's literally the perfect name for it because Justin Bieber is huge. Just as big as Michael Jackson, as the Beatles, Elvis. I mean, it is the same, same scene. He literally cannot go to dinner without being interrupted to take pictures. And this is all just six years after his mom posts a video of him singing on YouTube. That video has gotten 3 billion views. His latest album has literally skyrocketed to number one in 30 countries. All 125 dates of his tour sold out in less than an hour. I mean, who else is that big? Seriously. And the thing is that you forget, like, because he's so big and because you see him all the time, you forget that Essentially, he's a small town kid. 
when Justin was talking to Oprah, he said that he had never even been on a plane before all of this. And virtually four years ago, he was unknown. But I mean, what a difference four years makes, right? Because there, there just hasn't been a star that's kind of risen to the top like this through social media, like Justin, Justin Bieber did. And so you see all of this and you see all the lights and you see all the glamour and you see all everything in People magazine and he's all over and all over television. But at the end of the day, he's sitting there and he's talking to Oprah and he says that there are days that he wakes up where he's depressed. And I thought it was so interesting because he's like, you know, sometimes I can't even tell you why. I just will be lying there in bed and I'll wake up and I'll just feel off. And you know those type of days, right? Or you've had them. I say like, they're the days you wake up and on a scale of one to 10, you're like at a three and you can't, you can't figure out why you're just like, okay, I, there's nothing that's necessarily wrong. I just feel like I'm a little off and it's, you know, a lot of times it's after you've had one of those nights where you're laying there and you're not sleeping and your mind is just running with thoughts and you're sitting there looking into the dark and then you, you know, you glance at the clock and you're like, oh my God, it's two in the morning. I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. And then you turn and, you know, you wrestle around a little bit more trying to get to sleep. You don't fall asleep. And then you look at the clock and you're like, now it's four. And you go through this routine over and over. And by the time you wake up in the morning, you have no clue if you've even slept an hour. And you just feel like, you know what? It's just going to be one of those days. I mean, seriously, do you, do you, have you had those days? Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, they're just, they're terrible, right? They're terrible. That's why we need a strategy. We need something to work through, but we're going to get to that. But another thing that he said that I just thought was so interesting was about feeling lonely. Cause one would assume that Justin Bieber, who has all of these fans and he's got to have tons of people around him all the time. And, you know, you would assume that he would be the last person to feel lonely. But he said, Oprah said, are there ever times where you feel lonely? And Justin didn't hesitate for a second. And he said, absolutely. And I would imagine that we all, at least I know I can relate to that, but I would think that everyone can relate to that because it's literally so true, right? There are just times where we feel lonely. And we kind of have in our mind that, oh, this is just something that I'm going through. This is just something that I'm feeling. And you don't understand literally every single person on the planet knows what it feels like to feel lonely. Like everyone has had that emotion. I, that was like groundbreaking to me. I don't know if it's groundbreaking to you, but we have this tendency to think that all of the stuff that just kind of sits in our mind that weighs on our mind is just stuff that we're going through, you know, and no one else is going through it. And so that's why I love this story about Justin, because it's like someone who has it all, who everyone thinks is, you know, probably, you know, living every day is happy and positive and things are just great as can be. Even he has the human emotions and the human stuff 
that a lot of us can relate to. And that's why I continue to insist that we all need these strategies to kind of deal with these days because the reality of the situation is we're human. And there may be those times, there may be those days where we do feel a little off, where we wake up on a scale of one to 10 and we're only a two. Or there may be those times where we feel lonely. But if you are equipped and you know that, hey, it's okay, I'm human, I'm gonna, there may be times that I feel like this and it's just a matter of me bringing the right tools, the right mindset, the right things to this day, then you can literally change that day. And that's a thing that I thought Justin shared that was just really, really insightful because he said that he knows and recognizes when he's off. And that really is the first step, right? To recognize, like to be like, you know what? This is just something is not right today. And then he literally applies things to it. So he's, you know, he's like, I know I can't just sit there and lie in bed awake and have all of these thoughts running through my mind all night and keep all of this stuff inside. He's like, I know that when I'm kind of not feeling right and I'm feeling off, I've got to go talk to somebody about that. I can't just keep that inside. And the other thing he shared was that he literally just knows when it's time to take time to himself because he's got so many people pulling him in a gazillion different directions. And every so often when he feels like he's getting too sucked in or too pulled from one direction to another and he just needs time, he takes time to himself. And I am a huge, huge believer because for so long, I didn't do that. A lot of you know that I used to work in corporate America as an attorney. And I mean, my typical day was crazy. And I, I would just like literally run through it. I'm waking up like at six or seven in the morning, getting my daughter dressed from school, trying to get her off, hurrying to work, trying to get through traffic, you know, literally just going from one thing to the next, jumping into work, feeling behind and rushed as soon as I would walk in the door. I'm like, oh my God, I have 200 emails. I have 75 million voicemails. There's 73 projects I was supposed to do yesterday. And literally I would just go into attack mode and I'm just like, I've got to get through all of this today. And, you know, just running from one thing to the next, to the next. And then, oh, it's time to go. Time to go home. (laughs) Go fight traffic again. Eat dinner. Do bedtime routine with my daughter come back, do more work, and then go to sleep. Oh, what a great day. (laughs) I mean, obviously, when I was running through my day like that, clearly, there were going to be times when I was going to wake up the next day and be a two or a three. Because those are the exact type of days I'm referring to that suck you in too much, when you literally feel like you are in a whirlwind. And so what I had to start doing was taking these things that I call time ins. And so literally for five minutes, I just turned the world off and I do it three times a day. So once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and then once, you know, at night before I go to bed. And so during these time ends, these are just like all me time. And I do stuff that I enjoy doing. So I'll, you know, just sit outside and I'll listen to music and I'll just read or I'll go for a walk, like a five-minute walk. Or I may even just literally sit there and relax. 
But the point is, is for those five minutes, three times a day, I just do me. And there's something about unplugging that kind of allows you to not get too sucked into the day and everything that's going on around you that's going to always be going on around you. And it's kind of like I, I see myself like, I'm like, okay, I can bring a little bit of this calmness and this peace to the rest of my day. And I need to do it three times a day because honestly, I need to kind of recharge um, and get back to that place and then, you know, go back into the, the world again, if you will. You've got to try it. Like this is no joke. It's, it will change your day. It will change your day. And it doesn't mean that all your problems are going to just melt away. No, because you still have stuff that you're going to clearly work through and you're still going to have times where you may feel frazzled or overwhelmed or whatever the case is. But these time ins are going to let you calm your mind. And when you can kind of bring that to anything, it's just better. So starting today, this is the challenge. Literally try it just for a week, one week. Take three time ins every day for one week. And I promise you, if it doesn't work, email me. Email me and let me know because it's literally impossible that it won't work. It's literally impossible that you're not going to feel better. Did I convince you? I hope so because you're, you're really going to love it. So another thing Justin talked about were haters. You know, the people who, as he said, are literally sitting there waiting for him to mess up. And I mean, we all can relate to that. It's not, I mean, clearly we, we, we don't have 30 million Twitter followers and people may not be sitting around waiting for us to mess up. But there are stories that we all have where someone has literally told us, you know what, you're not going to be able to do that. Like, that's just not realistic. Or why are, are, you, are you even seriously trying that? I can, actually, I remember when I um, quit my job and decided, okay, you know, I'm going to go and create this online magazine possibility today. And I didn't really have lots of answers, um, but I kind of had the framework and I knew what I was trying to do. And I can understand to someone who doesn't necessarily know the background that, that it would kind of sound crazy. But I um, was at this party and I'm talking to, to this girl and she's like, wait, what are you doing? Like you quit your job as an attorney to go and start an online magazine? And she made this face. And I remember I'm like in that one second, I'm like, oh my God. What have I done? Even though I had already decided that I was doing this, we had, my husband and I had sold our house. We were moving, like everything was done, but all of my fears clearly were things that I was working through. And her question of, are you serious? And the facial expressions and the doubt, you know, it just triggered all of my fears. And of course I could have, you know, let that discourage me or, really think, you know, man, maybe she knows something that I don't know. But the reality is she doesn't. And there were fears that I obviously had to work through. And her doubts about my plan clearly didn't make me feel better. But sometimes you, you just have to go. Like if there's something that you believe in and there's something that you're passionate about, you've just, you've got to go for it. And you can't let other people talk you out of that. And you can't let their 
lack of belief or faith in you affect you because you you'll end up missing out on on opportunities and I really thought Justin got it you know because he gets so much criticism I mean he was just in Canada like two or three weeks ago and it was after one of his concerts and the Prime Minister of Canada comes to meet him and he's of course in overalls because he's just performed and literally for I don't know the next four or five days people are criticizing the fact that he was disrespecting the Prime Minister of Canada by wearing overalls. And the Prime Minister of Canada released a statement saying, I was not disrespected. I met him after a concert, but still people are criticizing him. And the reality is if it's, you know, him listening to the criticism on his attire or the criticism that his voice used to be too high or the criticism of he's just not the same person, if he were to focus on that, you know, that stuff could really weigh you down and prevent you from really doing all of the good stuff that you can. And that's what I really loved about his story and what he shared, because despite all of it, and God knows he's got to have more criticism than the majority of us get on any given day. He still pushes through and he still does what he believes in and, you know, follows his gut instincts. And I really think that's just, that's just what it's all about because at the end of the day, it's your life, you know, and it's your truth. And that means you have to be confident enough to, to follow it. At least that's something that I've learned and it's, it's not something that I've known my entire life, but I realize it now and I am forever making sure, you know, that I just do what I feel is right and really go after those things that I, I feel that I can do no matter what other people say. So that's my advice if you're not already uh, pushing through people and the skeptics and the haters. Just do what you do what you believe in and things have a way of unfolding just like they should. And today we are welcoming Tiffany. Tiffany is a reader of The Possibility of Today. What is going on, Tiff? How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us and letting us uh, talk to you about haters. That's that's the topic for at least for our segment. <laughs> Fantastic. Sounds good. Yeah, we were actually talking about um, Justin Bieber. I don't know if you saw him on the Oprah Next Chapter, but he was talking about they're just like all of these Justin Bieber haters, and he wants people to you know now that he's become like an artist. He doesn't want people to look at him like a teen idol. And they're literally people that will just, you know, from the jump decide, you know, that's Justin Bieber and I'm just going to hate on him and not even give him an opportunity. Um, and so I think it's just so interesting because I really feel that everyone has had those experiences where there's been somebody who's told you, you know what, you just can't do that or that's not realistic or, or that's not practical, like literally kind of hated, if you will, on your dreams. Um, is that something that you've ever experienced? Absolutely. The same thing happened to me when I was in high school. My, um, my English, my AP English teacher, you know, she went around the room and she was asking people where they were applying. And I told her that I was going to apply to UCLA. And she said, you can never get into UCLA. I don't even understand. I mean, she's literally telling me this. I don't, you need to figure out backup plans because chances are you're not going to get in. Your GPA is not good enough. I literally 
have that exact same story. It wasn't a teacher, but it was literally like my guidance counselor in high school. <laughs> and she was like, there's no way you're going to get into Michigan. I'm like, wait, isn't this the part of the conversation where you try to motivate me? Right. But what was very interesting is that I really, I actually allowed that, that teacher to get in my head wasn't going to apply to UCLA. Yeah, I mean, I let the counselor get in my head. I'm like, I went home. I'm like, mom, I don't think I'm going to get into to Michigan. And I mean, and I think that that's like, that's really the point. And it's the same thing Justin's talking about because the reality is, is like, we're going to have these experiences and people do it either intentionally or even, even unintentionally. And the solution always is, I believe, to go for what you want. Like no one can tell you what you're capable of because they don't know. And if you let anyone convince you of not doing anything or talking you out of something like that's when that's when you miss out. Absolutely. And it wasn't until there was like um, a college, a college fair and UCLA was on campus, and I received one of those summons, summons to, leave cla- to leave class, and the counselor, the UCLA admissions counselor said, why haven't you applied to UCLA? And I said, because my English teacher told me that my GPA wasn't high enough and there was no chance, to, um, chance of me getting in. And so he literally sat down and pulled out my transcripts and added up my GPA, and he said, you have a 375 and it's not even weighted. And I just was literally in shock. And I said, I would love to apply. I mean, and can you imagine if you would listen, like if you had continued to listen to your teacher and not run into him and gone to that fair, you could have potentially not applied. Right. Absolutely. And that's like, that literally is the moral of the story. Because you've got to just go after these things and you have to believe in yourself and it's not that you're not going to have haters or even people who aren't intentionally hating, but there's people who are just skeptics. They doubt, they have fears, their own fears. Um, but you can't let that impact what you're doing and what you choose to go after. Absolutely. Well, Tiffany, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. And that is our show for the week. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you have some extra time, please drop by possibilityoftoday.com or stop by the Facebook page. And of course, live today better than yesterday.